came here for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Well, this is kind of cool on the eve of the release of the first new ACDC album in six years coming up next month. The Royal Australian Mint has released a series of seven coins celebrating ACDC. It includes 20-cent pieces dedicated to six of the band's most popular albums, High Voltage, Dirty Deeds, Back in Black for those about to rock, and Ball Breaker. There's also a frosted silver $1 coin featuring the ACDC logo and Angus. So I guess if you have connections in Australia or at the Mint there, you can collect those. Tributes continue to pour in for Eddie Van Halen, and apparently the guys in Extreme, especially Gary Cherone, who was with Van Halen for a minute or so, and Nuno Betancourt remain close. Nuno says that Eddie was super excited about the prospect of reuniting with Michael Anthony for a proposed Van Halen Stadium tour. We heard yesterday from Van Halen manager Irving Azoff that that was this close to coming together with people on the bill like Foo Fighters and Metallica and maybe Leonard Skinnerd for various dates, but Eddie's health prevented it. Nuno said this, Once upon a time in Hollywood recently, while recording the latest Extreme album in my home studio, I got a call to come down to the front of my house that somebody was asking for me. And I was like, damn, that's annoying. I was in the zone cutting a guitar solo to a new song called Rise. I dropped my guitar, headed down, I walk out, and I was being summoned by the one and only Edward. As usual, I got a warm hug and kiss from Eddie. Even as a god, he always made you feel important. Nuno said he was in great spirits, a proud dad bragging about how Wolfie's new solo album was going to blow minds, etc. What's cool, though, was the last thing Eddie talked about. He said he was super excited about reaching out to Michael Anthony to finally put the original Van Halen lineup back together, saying that he wanted to do one final tour and have Van Halen go out the way they came in, together, guns blazing. That would have been fantastic. Okay, finally here, New Music Friday. Elton John has released Regimental Sergeant Zippo, a previously unheard track recorded in 1968. It was written alongside Bernie Taupin, of course, and it finds Elton in full 60s psychedelic mode, they describe it. The structure, the harmonies, the arrangement, heavily influenced by the Beatles. In fact, the press release says recorded and produced at the DJM Studios, the same building that houses the Beatles publishing company, Northern Songs. It's an affectionate nod to Sgt. Pepper and the era. This is what it sounds like. Yeah, might be a little Beatles-influenced. It was originally earmarked, that tune, as the title track for Elton's debut album, but that LP was scrapped. Instead, Elton John arrived a year later with 1969's Empty Sky. Up next, one year ago today, Metal Allegiance's bassist Mark Menji's mom died after a battle with kidney cancer. A few months later, he was driving, and Fleetwood Mac's Rhiannon came on the radio, and he says he immediately thought it would be amazing to cover this tune as a tribute to my mom and release it on the one-year anniversary of her passing. Since Fleetwood Mac were her all-time favorite band, and that song in particular she loved so he immediately called anthrax drummer charlie batante who'd be the mick fleetwood in the band menji was putting together in his head his metal allegiance bandmate alex skolnick would be the lindsey buckingham 
The guitarist then suggested Jennifer Sella, whom he'd shared a stage with in Trans-Siberian Orchestra, to handle Stevie Nicks' vocals, and Randy McStein rounded out the one-off group on keyboards and backing vocals. Here's what that sounds like. Menji hopes fans who are able to will donate a penny, a dollar, two dollars, or a hundred dollars to the Kidney Cancer Organization or to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital in memory of his mom. Speaking of Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks has released two different versions of Show Them the Way. This is her first new song in six years. She released both acoustic piano and full band versions of the track. The full band version features Dave Grohl on drums and guitar by Eurythmics' Dave Stewart. Here's what that sounds like. And I said, please God, show them the way. Please God, on this day, light the fire. Cameron Crowe-directed video is expected to be released soon for the song whose lyrics began for Stevie as a poem which is inspired by a dream that she had about Martin Luther King and John F. Kennedy. And finally, Greta Van Fleet has released its first new song in more than a year. It's called My Way Soon. The track celebrates and reflects the band's personal transformation over the last three years. And to my ear, it sounds like a development from the heavily influenced Led Zeppelin sound that they had first and were criticized for, even though they're all like in their teens, which I thought was unfair. But here's what that sounds like. Dig it. Even though there are still comparisons to be made to the Led Zeppelin sound, with that voice, and what a voice, you can't really avoid it, can you? That voice belongs to Josh Kiska. He says, quote, This song was inspired by what three years of touring did by opening so many doorways. This is my truth, how I feel about all of our travels, but I know it echoes the experiences and changes of perspectives for Jake, Sam, and Danny as well. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. That's the Classic Rock Files.